Hi everyone, welcome to uh, the Recruitment Reality Podcast. This is another special episode with a, uh, a new candidate who is in the common situation of uh, leaving military service and basically transitioning into civilian life. It's actually a subject quite close to my heart with a few of my friends doing something very similar. Um, there's lots of well-trodden paths um, into investment banking, finance, etc., operations. Um, and I think one of the, the key things that interests me is like, how do you make that decision once leaving the military? Where do you go? What are you worth? All of that kind of stuff. And, and I'm really interested. I'm very, very thankful to Johnny for joining this podcast and being willing to put himself out there uh, and have have the discussion as we talk just before starting recording. It's probably not the kind of thing that the military uh, get to do very often, which is go on to podcasts. <laughs> um, so I really appreciate, again, you just putting yourself out there and, and being willing to kind of be part of this feedback loop um, into uh, recruiters. Um, so, yeah, I guess over to you, Johnny. Thank you so much. Just would be great to get a bit of an introduction. Yep. Hi, everyone. Yep. My name is, my name is Johnny. I already said I'm a military service leaver, spent the last 14 years in the military, spent the last eight years in a more specialist part of the military. I've done multiple um, high-risk operations and finished my career actually leading a high-risk operation. So obviously leave, leaving the military now, um, looking for a new lease of life in the tech sector, fully industry not agnostic. Um, I'm going after the sort of tech startup size, um, the skills, that I, that the skills that I've, I've gained over the years, uh, it's taken me a little while to sort of translate that. But you know, what, what, I'm, what I'm good at is I'm a proven uh, cross-functional leader, leader and manager. So what, what that sort of involves is, you know, leveraging um, expertise, you know, holding people accountable, making decisions like we, like we have done in the military, like under pressure, making the right decision and owning that decision as well. You know, I'm a strong communicator and influencer, um, People want to work with me. I want to work with people, and I want to support people through, you know, the, the, the daily tasks that they have. And it's really important that I'm bringing this culture with me as well. That like, you know, everyone has a voice, um, no matter how how junior the team member is. And you know, it's really important that you know everyone has a voice, and we can innovate together, like collaborate together. And most importantly, like a lot of uh, military service leavers, you know, we're fast learners. Like my previous. Job, you know, we're learning things on a bonnet of a car before we go and do a mission. You know, I mean, you got to be such a fast learner because you know, you always have the lives sort of depend on it, and you know, those are skills that I'll be taking into the business, my business career, really. And I'm really looking forward to it. And I felt sort of restricted, probably like a lot of military guys feel restricted before. And you look at the the commercial world, the real world, and the sky's the limit. And it's absolutely amazing. I'm really looking forward to it. Awesome. Um, I mean, there's so much in that already. Uh, it's just, I just find it fascinating. It must be such a, uh, a difficult thing to kind of unwind in your mind going from, like you say, learning something on the bonnet of a car that's going to save a life to moving into a career where nobody's going to die, but everybody that's in the business acts as if, you know, they're super stressed, whereas you've been in a truly high pressure you know, environment, etc. Um, do you think that's a strength? Like the fact that you've got that reference point of guys don't like, we'll get it fixed. Don't panic. Um, 
I've been in a lot worse situations than this and we just need to work through to find the solution? Or do you think actually the reason why you perform so well in those environments is because you had such high pressure? Like, how do you think you're going to adapt to that world? That's just an interest point rather than anything else. But Yeah, I mean, 100%. I mean, like the threshold of like stress, like me and a lot of other guys who've been in the military, you know, we've definitely been under a lot of stress, but also making the right decisions and, you know, that thriving in ambiguity. I've heard people say multiple times and, you know, yes, it won't be the same, the same stress, but isn't it, is that, isn't that a good thing that, you know, it's not, it's not going to be the same stress. And if anything, you know, consistently making the right decisions under less stress, really. Yeah, no, I think, I, I, I absolutely think it's a, it's a good thing to have. I'm just like, it's, oh, yeah, it's just such an interesting sort of switch for you. So talk to me about, you obviously have your transition period and the military's sort of supports you through that, et cetera. So I know a lot happens from actually, you know, wanting to leave to leaving, basically. Um, what's the, the the experience that you've had of like the job market now that you're into the commercial world? Um, and, you know, how, how have you found it? Like, has it been a good experience? Has it been really hard? You know, have you not enjoyed it? Yeah, I mean, like, you know, I've had to learn a lot of the basics uh, very quickly as well. So going back to that fast learning bit before, and like you know, in, in the military, especially my unit, like we're not <clears throat> we're not allowed to you know, go onto like social media platforms like LinkedIn, and you know, you, we're, we're quite modest as well. So it's really it's, it's really unnatural to sort of like create LinkedIn and sort of talk about like things you're interested in and what what, what you want. So that that was that was a, that was quite a challenge, and you know, it, it sort of. The hardest thing for me was actually finding out what exactly you want, and I've sort of spoke to spoken to as many people as possible. Like I've reached out to two hundred people, probably spoke to like 100, 100 people, like different business leaders, like decision makers, and people who've been in the game for a long time. And really, that's that's allowed me to see what I want to do, and also most importantly, find out what I really don't want to do. So that's why I've narrowed it down to <laughs> you know, tech startups because you know, they're agile, they're fast paced, you know, like they're forever evolving you know, decisions you make in the morning will be actioned in, in the afternoon. That's, that's the sort of environment I've come from. That's what I really, really want to work in. And, you know, it's been a challenge. I've had to learn the basics of how to find a job. And maybe years ago, it's been send your CV in and wait to see what happens. But now it's like, I've got to build my brand on LinkedIn. Like on LinkedIn, I am that tech startup guy. And, you know, my LinkedIn reflects that. So it's, it's taken that time to understand what exactly you want to do. Like I understand exactly what I want to do now. Again, I'm open to various uh, sort of uh, options, but you know, this is what I want to do. My LinkedIn reflects that I'm speaking to the right people in that field and bringing it all together will make things a lot easier. And it's, it has been challenging and like, all you got to do is ask, ask my wife some, some, day, some days I'm up, sometimes I'm down, but you know, don't let the yeah. rejection like get to you and you know, you, you'll eventually have a lot of success and talking to the right people. And, and I definitely have, and things are moving really in the direction I want it to be. Awesome. So you talked about um, like reaching out to like 200 people, speaking to 100 people. What kind of people were you actually reaching out to and, and how receptive were they to that conversation? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, it was, it was a, uh, I think, we, you know, the veterans, I like, was so lucky we've got such a really strong like veteran network out there and veterans are literally everywhere. You know I mean, they're, they're all, all levels in the business and if wherever you're looking there, 100% be a veteran in there as well. So it's really about finding out those veterans on LinkedIn saying, yeah, veteran needed advice, but even on non-veterans as well, like just telling them like, yeah, I'm 
my name's Johnny. Like, I've been in the military 14 years. I'm really interested in what you've been, what, you, what your business does, and this is what I'm looking at. And it'd be really great to get your advice. And like, I've spoken to quite a few, well, quite a lot of, lot of, C, lot of CEOs and like CEOs and you know, HR like directors as well. And you know, really saying, you know, <laughs> don't don't say to them, "Can I have a job?" Because they hate that apparently. So you know, go in, <laughs> go, go, go in, go in softly and be like, you know, I like what you do. Can, can you please give me some advice? And I've had a lot of success through that. Awesome. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's interesting, isn't it? But, and how do you, so, um, in terms of approaching those conversations and saying that somebody's interested, etc. uh, the, the last conversation I had with a candidate, they were saying that actually quite a lot of companies in that sort of start up to mid-level tech space they were actually quite hard to find like and and find ones that have job what's your experience of that then yeah i mean like for, for me i mean like the senior sort of operations roles and if you go on if you look at the jobs on linkedin they're usually like they're usually passed out they've got people in those roles already so for me like going to like startup events and like speaking to just random people end up being like founders and also you know finding out who, who these people are coming out of um, different like accelerated programs and that and just sort of targeting them straight away. Um, but yeah, the, uh, that's, that's a really good point because I've not really seen the jobs that I want in startups on, on LinkedIn. I think by the time it's on LinkedIn, maybe a bit further on than where, where I want to be. Yeah. If you see anything you that's like, right. just reach out, reaching out to the, the founder or COO and just be like, can I have some advice? Do you want to go for a coffee? Yeah. That's really interesting because everybody bangs on about there being a candidate shortage and then the two candidates you know both of which have got exceptional experience but very different both of them have said it's been difficult to find the jobs that they're looking for yeah so do you feel like you're having to do like the majority of the work companies aren't coming to you you're going to companies yeah 100 percent, and i mean it's just you know about maybe the fear of the unknown, like I'm leaving the military, like didn't work in a startup before, not got a tech background. I've heard all this stuff before, but you know, I've spoken to a lot of people who said it doesn't matter and like you should never like undervalue like what, what sort of skills you, you can bring to the startup space or any any business. Yeah, absolutely. Well I think especially, you know, if you're working on uh in the environment that you were working where basically, you know, every situation you're in is let's call it a startup, <laughs> right? but you've got a set of principles that I'm sure you will work to, you understand, et cetera. You go into a high risk operation, you're doing something that could be completely different to the the last one that you did. And if that's not applicable to startup land, I have absolutely no idea what is, yeah, yeah, uh, you know, in terms of dealing with that really dynamic situation and having to make very quick decisions that obviously they're not life or death, but they could be life or death of the business, you yeah. know, in in reality so they are high pressure um, decisions so have you obviously you've started these conversations have you got very far into like the interview journey yet like have you been through an interview process um with any companies and and if you have like what have you liked and disliked about your experience with that yeah so i think um with the sort of startup space a lot of them seem quite informal initially i mean they're probably just like scoping you out really but um for me i'm going to one of the things i was looking at was the barclays intern intern, internship program military military talent scheme i went through a few uh, interviews with that which were, which were really good and also my initial interview was actually 
talking about all the people that I networked with in their network. So it wasn't really an interview. It was like, oh yeah, just really like, like a good manager does, like attacking that network and just finding all the key players and getting them on board. And then, you know, what, what you want will eventually come to fruition and everything seems to be moving in that direction. Nice. And what about, uh, so interviews that you've had elsewhere, like, did you enjoy them or have you found them uh, yeah, awkward? I mean, it's, or... it's really like someone said to me, like, you need to go in there and, you know, think about, like, they have the problem and you're the solution rather than being like, I need this so badly. And, you know, that sort yeah. of pushing the right mentality, I think. And that was really good advice, whoever, I can't remember giving it to me, but that was really good advice. Yeah, I love that. They have the problem and you're the solution. And all you've got to figure out is how the two basically marry yeah, marry up yeah. together, which is challenging in itself, but uh, it's certainly, hopefully that will kind of break the humble, sort of modest side yeah. of things that, that you've got. Like yeah, it is obviously yeah. a difficult thing to suddenly come on a podcast and like yeah. big yourself up when yeah, you've spent yeah. your entire working career doing the opposite. Yeah. Um, basically, and being, you know, part of the team. Um, what, uh, in terms of like things that you've had from recruiter, it sounds to me like very much your approach to finding a role has, has been the proactive one, like going out and trying to find the right companies. Have you had, like, have you put your CV up on any job sites or anything like that and had any like recruiters come directly to you and like do telephone interviews, that kind of stuff, or has it all been proactive from yourself so far so mo mostly proactive but i, I have had a, few, a couple of recruiters uh, come to me and um offer me like half a salary that i was expecting in a lot more junior role as well so you know yeah. for me i've got to be a lot more uh, ambitious and sort of like push for those those harder to get to get roles the roles that i want really um but yeah i've not really had anything any big roles incoming not, not, not been that, that fortunate actually, but I've definitely put yeah. my CV out there. And, out um, there again, like the most success I've had is putting your CV on LinkedIn, then chasing up the recruiter and sort of putting a name to the face and being like, "Oh, can I talk to you about this role?" And that seems to be seems to be works really well. Yeah, but again, it's like you going to them, whereas yeah, definitely, yeah. Know, everybody's complaining there aren't any candidates, yeah. and I'm like, "Here's a great candidate with great potential. Why are you not?" yeah going to them and finding them um i think there's there's again it's just a common theme of like not mm. being able candidates not being able to find the companies they want to work for and companies then complaining that they can't find the candidates yeah definitely um what's the like what's been the like biggest challenge that you've had in terms of figuring out that you wanted to work for tech startups in sort of operations and then like salary etc what's the biggest challenge that you've had in figuring that out and what advice would you give to other you know um, service individuals that are maybe moving in a similar direction to yourself. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just about understanding you know, what 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 you're worth, and you know, I, f I found that um, if, if you, I want to work in like a smaller company because I like I like to think they sort of see that like potential as well. Whereas like if you go um, in, into the, if you aim for the bigger sort of corporates, like you're oh yeah, you're going to go this level because smudger before you went at that level. Whereas like, I feel like in the tech startup area like there's not many people especially from my background going into that and you're, you're a bit more sort of unique in that, in that in that sort of sense um 
in terms in terms of advice, like, like I said before, really, just sort of building that brand on LinkedIn, and you know, I've definitely had a lot more people uh, getting in touch with me because of who I, who I say I am on, on on LinkedIn, and again, just getting out to these net, networking events, and you know, there's nothing better than in person networking, and you know, I, mm. for me personally, I can really like form a better, like, stronger relationship with someone if I actually met them like over a coffee or over over a beer or at a networking event. Didn't be scared either because I was at a random networking event a couple of weeks ago and I was, I, we had like drinks afterwards and I, I, was, I put my coat on and I was like, I'm going, this is too awkward. And then I was like, right, took my coat off and just went over there and just started speaking to people. And it's something that's like totally alien to people in the military because mm. I went over there, a big six foot four guy just stood next to him and they had to, they had to talk to me and, you know, some really, <laughs> some really good things like come from it as well. So just just don't 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 be just don't be scared you got to put yourself out there because yeah you know pe- people no one's you know the white dude it does happen like no one's going to offer you like the job you want straight away I mean, it does happen like if it happens to me but you got to get out there yeah. and really work for it absolutely and i think the you know the funny thing is that no i i, I don't there's a there's a minority of people that go oh, i love networking yeah there really is so yeah. Most people in that room at some point feel awkward, right? Yeah, it's just that you've never felt that kind of awkwardness before because you've never been in that scenario, if yeah. that makes sense. 100%, yeah. So it's kind of just breaking through that initial barrier and then realizing you're going to feel awkward at every single networking event. I literally, I, I, I really hate networking. I love talking yeah. and I love building relationships. Yeah. I like it. If there's a, like, if there's a subject, and we're sat around a table and you have to talk about the subject, like it's hard to shut me up. Yeah. If it's like in a bar afterwards, sponsored drinks, honestly, I'm just shitting it, to yeah. be frank, because I'm like, I'm going to walk up to this person, I want to speak to them, and I don't know what I'm going to say <laughs> and whether they're going to like me. Yeah. And if they don't like me or want to speak to me, like what am I going to do next? Just yeah. fucking leave. And I'm like, yeah. <clears throat> actually, people aren't like that. They're, they're no. polite. Yeah. You know, they'll, they'll have a chit-chat and then – Something might come of it, something might not. And, and more often than not, there is something to kind of bond on. Um, I really like the fact that you, you know, you've clearly educated yourself around like accelerator programs and stuff like that, networking and, and actually, you know, speaking to all those people. Like that's a huge thing that if there's candidates listening, they should be taking that away is like figure out where you want to end up and then find out everything about that space, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, because it's so, so important. Um, so just to sort of round up, I guess, from a candidate experience perspective, is there any feedback that you'd love to give to recruiters or hiring managers that you think would help them find people like yourself that have great potential, um, but obviously, uh, you know, making that transition from military service into civilian life? Yeah, just don't be scared about hiring, hiring veterans because... You know, some of the, some of the people that I've worked with in my, in my whole career, like the, the, probably the best people I'll, I'll ever work with. And you know, if anything, you know, you're getting them when they're fresh out of the military and they're so keen and so passionate about you know what what whatever work what or job like you potentially offer them. Like they're probably the best best candidate you ever get. Like they'll work, they'll go above and beyond. So you know, don't be scared about hiring veterans because they'll they'll pick it up like really quickly and they'll be an absolute yeah. asset to your team as well. Awesome. And do you do you have any idea like how how somebody would best find people like yourself? Like if they were like, okay, yeah, I really like what Johnny said 
about military people. And I totally agree, like in terms of discipline. Um, and also one thing people don't realize about the military is the amount of learning opportunities that you get in the military. Yeah. And you're, co you're constantly learning new stuff. Um, and it's, it's absolutely, it's actually crazy. Cause I think about the level of like professional qualifications that I've done at, in my commercial career and it's nothing compared to some of the stuff that you know those that i know in the military have done and and i think people have that preconceived idea that you know military is the only way that they've kind of they, they must be indoctrinated in this military life and it's like yeah you you have and actually part of that indoctrination is always be learning about a new situation always be learning about a new skill yeah like it's just constantly layering stuff on top of each other yeah um so have you got any, yeah, any any advice on like how companies could actually find people like yourself? Yeah, I mean, there's different like networks on uh, LinkedIn. I mean, I, I've been I've been finding uh, business owners just by like typing the veteran in after after them and sort of like slipping slip, oh, really? that down as well. So veteran like keywords, um, obviously they're open, they're open to work work like sort of overlay and like the, the things like the, the gen net, gen dit network has got loads of like military guys on there who are. Know, looking for new new roles as well, so you know there's there's plenty out there. If you if you have a quick search on LinkedIn, you'll you'll you'll, you'll find what you what you're looking for. Awesome. Okay, thanks, Johnny. So, any final uh, I guess things you'd like to say about like why you know why somebody should be contacting you? What what you know not necessarily makes you unique, but certainly makes you a great person for their business. Any final words? That yeah. <laughs> it's it's putting you on the spot, isn't it? Spot, yeah. <laughs> like I said before, like proven cross-functional leader and manager, and you know, get me in your staff because I'll get I'll get shit done. Yeah, love it. Nice. And um, and if somebody wants to connect with you or email you, call you, whatever, what's the best way to get in contact? Yeah, it's just uh, add me in, add me on LinkedIn or yeah, add me on LinkedIn, Johnny Johnny Loudon. Perfect. Um, and yeah, look, thank you so much for coming on and sharing a, a very small part of your story. Um, and look, I wish you the best of luck. The, the great news for you is most of the people I know and that will hopefully watch this are startup tech people. So <laughs> fingers <laughs> crossed. Um, we will, uh, we will get, get something out there. Um, and, uh, and yeah, like, I just like huge admiration for the way that you're really attacking the the transition and going after like networking, figuring out what you want and really trying to um, really trying to find the right job for you, at, at, you know, at a value that that you have basically. So thanks yeah. so much for coming on and sharing that with us. And uh, I wish you the best of luck. Yeah, thank you so much. And uh, thanks everyone for watching. It's been amazing. Thanks, Johnny.